All right. A uh, lot to get through last night, obviously. A tremendous amount of change. Did you know that the amount of turnover seen in the civic election in Calgary last night is more than has ever been seen before? Incumbents losing seats, all kinds of new councillors, a new mayor. Very similar story in Edmonton as well. Um, you know, you've got two well, we'll we'll see. There's still a couple of races that are a little too close to call, but you've got two or three that we know at this point that are coming back, and a couple other are too close. Uh, so a tremendous amount of turnover in both of Alberta's major cities. That will be both exciting, it'll be an opportunity, but it could also be a challenge. To get some details on what our province is waking up to politically, we're going to chat with Dr. Lisa Young, who's a political science professor at the University of Calgary, was part of Global Calgary's coverage of election night last night. Uh, Dr. Young, thank you for joining us again today. I really appreciate your time. My pleasure. I mean, historic levels of turnover, Doc, right off the hop. Um, uh, Just what does that mean going forward in Alberta's two largest cities, when you see that kind of turnover and so many new faces on council and in the mayor's chair? Well, you know, in, in some ways, there's continuity. Um, and, and what I mean there is that we're still in a situation where we have two mayors in the two big cities who are you know, progressive uh, centrists. They're, they're not um, closely allied with the provincial government. So that dynamic that we've seen over the last number of years where there's been a tension between the provincial government on the one hand and the, the mayors on the other, I think is going to continue. Um, we, we've seen councils elected that have you know, quite a bit of ideological diversity sure. on them, but maybe, a, you know, an even more slightly uh, progressive uh, uh, tilt. So again, you know, that dynamic between the cities and the province is is going to remain interesting to watch. Um, but, you know, in the councils themselves, I think we're going to see all kind you know quite a remarkable learning curve right um oh, for sure. you know we've got there it wasn't just turnover but uh, there was real generational change in some ways um you know quite relatively young councillors uh, in some instances being elected um and and so we're going to see fresh ideas we're going to see people jockeying for place we're going to see them learning how to do this job um you know and as we talked about yesterday they'll be well supported by you know the city administrations but you know um city politics in both our big cities are going to be really interesting for the next couple of years yeah exactly they are going to be very interesting i guess if you're mayor that sort of job one is getting everybody in the room together sort of hearing what different focuses goals and uh, opportunities are there and then trying to have some sort of unity, right? I mean, finding out where that's going to fall, that's job one, because there are so many new faces, just finding out where everybody stands. Absolutely. And I'm not sure if the mayors are necessarily looking for unity, but they're looking for ways to put together coalitions. And that doesn't need to be, you know, a voting block on every issue. It means understanding, as you say, the issues that are important to the new councillors, the, uh, you know, what their priorities are, and, and where you can put together winning coalitions, in a sense, on, on issues that are of importance to the city. So that is absolutely going to be one of the important jobs. And here in Calgary, you know, there's been a lot of discontent um, about council seeming not to work very well together. And so I think there's going to be an emphasis as well on figuring out, you know, how to move forward. It doesn't mean that everyone needs to agree, but how do we, you know, agree to disagree in a professional kind of way and get the job done. So I think that's going to be an important leadership role for the new mayor. 
Something you touched on earlier, and it's the question that's been um, on my mind, basically, since the results started coming in last night. Um, when you take a look at the uh, incumbents who lost, um, you could basically say they're the ones that you might think of as the conservative councillors in both Edmonton and Calgary. Not all of them, but um, if an incumbent lost, that was probably part of the equation. And you look at who won and who replaced them in not just Edmonton and Calgary, but in other centres around the province as well. Um, as you said, more of a, a progressive tilt, a, a left tilt to councils in our major cities. What does that tell us about the state of politics in Alberta right now? Well, I, I think, you know, the first thing I'll say is that in Calgary, there, there were some odd dynamics. So there were, you know, I can think of uh, Diane Collier-Cart, who we might think of as being a, a fairly conservative uh, voice. She was replaced by someone who I think is more conservative. So there's some exceptions here. But I, I do think that there's, you know, there's certainly something to what you've said. And I do think that, you know, there was a sense in which the elections last night were a referendum on the provincial government, which, of course, is tremendously unpopular. The premier is, is doing very poorly in, in the polls. And there's all kinds of controversy about, uh, you know, how COVID has been handled. And so I think in that sense, you know, what we're seeing here is in some ways a reaction to mm-hmm. uh, the provincial government and, you know, a bit of a warning for the UCP about what the next provincial election is going to look like we talked earlier about endorsements and um, different involvement with you know third-party advertising and things like that do you think that had a major effect on how things shaped up last night or did voters set that aside when they went to the polls I think to a large extent voters did set that aside and you know it's going to be interesting once we get to all the disclosures and we can sort through you know who had how much money but um, you know here in Calgary there was a third-party advertiser that was spending what looked like quite a lot of money on behalf of uh, one of the mayoral candidates, Jeff Davidson, and, you know, he placed a fairly distant third. Um, you know, there was certainly lots of money behind the Farkas campaign, lots of radio ads and, and so on, and, and again, you know, it wasn't enough to uh, get him uh, into contention. So it, you know... I'm not sure that money and third parties mattered as much as as some thought that yeah. it might. A very very interesting night. What's the next? The first thing you're looking for? I mean, what 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 do they have to do right out of the gate here to make this uh, getting off on the right foot? Well, you know, I think we saw it even in the uh, the, the acceptance speeches last night, and that is trying to find ways to, you know, extend an olive branch to some of their opponents, to send signals about working together, send signals about being, you know, mayor of the whole city, but also sending signals to the provincial government that, you know, while they might have opposed them on a variety of things, that, you know, now we need to work together. So I think that relationship with the province is going to be really high yeah. priority for both of our new mayors. Absolutely. Uh, great insight, as always, Dr. Young. Thank you so much for your time this morning. My pleasure. That is Dr. Lisa Young, who is a political science professor at the University of Calgary, part of Global Calgary's coverage of the election last night and uh, very happy she could spend some time with us yesterday and today to give us her insight. Very valuable.